Welcome to the Centerpoint Church podcast. At Centerpoint Church, we are a community of believers impacted by God's saving grace and the love He demonstrated in Jesus Christ. Our response to this amazing grace is to allow it to transform our lives and to share it with others. As a body of believers, we find our purpose in knowing Christ, growing together, and reaching beyond ourselves to help others do the same. This week's Easter message comes from Matthew 16, verses 13 to 20, where Jesus asks us the question, Who do you say that I am? Well, good morning. As you've probably noticed, it's Easter. Yeah, he's cheering. What he doesn't know is I gave his seat away. Um, So... (laughs) Uh, my name is Simon Mann. I'm campus pastor here at Centerpoint Church in Haywarden, and uh, I want you to know you're a part of breaking the church. We're out of chairs, so um, even the people that are going to stand are like, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, we're out of chairs. Awesome. So welcome to Easter. Hey, I want to give you a heads up. If this is your first Easter in a church or, you know, maybe church isn't your thing, Something that people might say to you today, I'm trying to give you some insider information here, so, so, so listen up if that's you. Something that people might say to you is, he is risen, and the he they're talking about is Jesus, all right? And then, now, what you may not know is their expectation is that when they say, he is re- risen, you're going to respond with, he is risen indeed, right, yeah, so... Can I be honest for a sec? So my first Easter here, right? So it's uh, Easter of 2018. We're, we're at the high school, portable church, getting everything ready, and people are walking, uh, walking by me. The setup team's walking by me in the morning. They're like, happy Easter. He is risen. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> That there was a thing. Like, I didn't know. I'm like, he's really, yeah, yeah, it's Easter. Yep. Got it. I was so, so very confused. And then, and then I witnessed other people doing it, and I'm like, oh, it's one of them deals where the thing, and you're, yeah, okay. Got it. I still mess it up all the time. Because in the moment, I'm like, yeah, of course. Oh, wait, yep. He is risen indeed. Okay. Yeah. So, if you're struggling with it, <laughs> you're in a good spot. <laughs> Me too. And they're, now they're saying, and he's the pastor. <laughs> uh, hopefully your friends warned you. Whoever drug you here, hopefully you're like, hey, it's not probably going to be normal. <laughs> Those are good friends. Okay, so um, we're, we're in a series that lines up really, really, really well uh, with with Easter. And so uh, the series has been the questions of Jesus. And in the, and in the Gospels, the four narrative stories of Jesus's life, uh, he asked over 300 questions. And so we, we pulled out a few of those that we wanted to highlight. And today uh, we have another one that is it's really Im- important for us to, to direct some attention to. The question for today is, who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? I am. And here's the goal of this morning. So it doesn't matter where you're at in your, in your walk with Jesus. It doesn't matter where, if you believe in Jesus yet or not. It doesn't matter 
where you're at, we all should be struggling with how we answer this question. And the goal of this morning is, is not to come up with, well, what should I say? Right? It, this is not a he is risen, he is risen indeed type of thing. Where there's some expectation of what should be spoken back. This is a who do you? Deep in here. Not even up here. Who do you deep in here say that Jesus is? And I want everyone in the room to be able to answer that honestly for themselves. Because if you can get honest with yourself about this, regardless of what the answer is, even if it's you don't believe any of this stuff, if you can at least be honest with yourself and not pretend, it's going to move you forward. So that's the goal for today. We're going to read out of the book of Matthew. Thanks, Kate. Matthew, yeah, yeah, Matthew 16, there we go, see? So prepared. Matthew 16, starting in verse 13. So um, Jesus is hanging out with his disciples, the guys that have been following uh, him for a season. Uh, that's where we're, that's where we're at. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, still others, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. Well, what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus was referring to himself when he says, who do people say the Son of Man is? The Son of Man is a, is a term uh, that, the, that people who knew the Bible in that time would have recognized as being um, the, the Messiah, the, the Savior that is to come. Now the word Messiah comes from this Jewish history. So Jesus was Jewish, and this Jewish history, they were waiting for uh, the Messiah, the, the, the one who was to save the people. They were waiting for him to come. Now, Messiah isn't maybe a word you're super, uh, super used to hearing or saying, but, but, but that's what the Jewish people had been waiting on. And so for Peter, Peter, one of the followers of Jesus, for him to just kind of blurt out things was not unnormal. Does anybody in their friend group have the friend that just kind of yells stuff out all the time? If, you're not, if you don't know that person, it's probably you. So Peter was that guy for the group. And so like he just blurred something out, but this time it was different. Because this time, he blurted out what they had all been wondering could he really be the Messiah? And we, we were not going to continue to read, but Jesus says, Peter, you're right. So it was said and confirmed that Jesus is the Savior, the long-awaited Savior. He's the one. Now, The question that really drives it home for Jesus, or really drives it home for the disciples is, 
hey, I understand that people are saying all sorts of things, right? And even today, doesn't that happen? People, people say all sorts of things about Jesus. Well, yeah, everybody's heard of Jesus. He was a really good teacher. Jesus was a good guy. Wasn't Jesus the guy that did all the miracles? Wasn't Jesus the guy who healed a bunch of people? Some people have bumper stickers that says, Jesus is my co-pilot. I don't like that one. We say all sorts of things about who we think Jesus is. The reality is, is, was Jesus just a good teacher? Because if you think about what Jesus taught in, in context and within what he was doing, Jesus was rather abrasive. Hey, everything that you know, that's not, it's not correct, it's not right. Is that a good teacher? If Jesus was a healer, did he heal everyone? No. He didn't. There was a guy named C.S. Lewis. He wrote, uh, probably the only thing you've heard of that he wrote was the Chronicles of Narnia, because there's some movies out. Uh, but C.S. Lewis wrote, um, Jesus cannot just be a good man. He's either a raving lunatic, a liar, or he's the savior of the world. But he's not just a good man. Because he said, I am the Messiah. I am the son of man. I am the son of God. Saying things like that could get you killed in Jesus' day. In fact, it did. So what we have to wrestle with and what we have to understand in, in our context and the way we live our life is who do you say Jesus is? Who do you say he is? Today's Easter. Today is the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. And so if you're new to church or even if you've been to church a lot and you can't really remember what Easter is about, we believe, right, our belief is that Jesus died on a cross on Friday. He was buried in a tomb and the Sunday morning, when the people, when his followers went to the tomb to, to properly bury the body, the tomb was empty, the body was gone, and then they ran into Jesus later that day, alive. We believe that Jesus was resurrected from the dead, that Jesus died on a cross and he took all of our sin, all of your sin, with him to the cross. He died the death that we deserved, that I deserved, that you deserved. 
Dying that death, he did away with our sin. Being resurrected from the dead, he defeated death itself. And that gives us access to eternal life in the presence of God, a.k.a. heaven. So Easter is the, is the culmination of that. It's the celebration of that is what is true. So if I'm a little excited, it's because this is a big deal. It's huge. Do you understand what this means? That we have access to the gift of eternal life, the gift of being in the presence of God for all of eternity. And, and our human minds cannot conceive the concept. We cannot grasp an understanding of eternity. Right? You think being in church for an hour is a long time. Eternity? A lot longer. Right? We think... We played three songs, and one of them was kind of long. It's like, man, the legs, the hamstrings, getting a little tight. <laughs> Heaven, it's going to be constant singing and praising the Lord and being in his presence. And there won't need to be a sun because God is there and he is the light. We can't imagine what eternity in the presence of God is going to look like. But what we can't imagine is who do we say that Jesus is? And, and there's a lot of things that we can say, things that we know, right? Because Peter, he blurted this out. You're the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. He blurted that out before Jesus was arrested. Jesus was arrested on a Friday. On Friday night, Peter bolted, took off. Well, did he believe that Jesus was the Messiah or not? He knew it. But when did he believe it? I contend that I contend that Peter didn't believe it until he ran Sunday morning to the empty tomb. I think he knew it but didn't believe it until he saw the empty tomb for himself. So are there things that we know and things that we say is it, Let's be honest with ourselves for a second. Is it convenient in Northwest Iowa and Southeast South Dakota to say that Jesus is Savior? This one might sting a little. Is it good for business to say that Jesus is Savior? Is it the thing that you know you're supposed to say? You know, I'm glad you know that. 
That's not what I'm talking about today. What I'm hoping for today, what I've been praying about for the last few weeks and preparing for today, is that that information moves from just being here and it solidifies itself in here. Where you believe it. With everything you are and everything you have, you know it to be true. That something changes today. For you, wherever you're at on the spectrum from never heard of Jesus before to lifelong church attender, wherever you're at, knowing Jesus, solidly having an understanding of who you say Jesus is, deep in here, that that would come to fruition this morning. I want you to think about it. I'm not going to ask anybody to say anything out loud. I just want you to think about who do you say Jesus is? Who do you say he is? What do you believe to be true about Jesus? Maybe the Maybe the wider question, the grander question is, is that does what you believe about Jesus, what you believe to be true about Jesus, does that matter to you? See, my, my hope, my purpose, the reason that, that I left a, a corporate job to become someone who, who's a pastor who shares the gospels because I want everybody to know and believe what I believe, that Jesus has totally and radically transformed my life. And if he can move me from a horrible person that I used to be to someone who is a devoted follower of Jesus, he can do it with anyone. I want that to be known. I want that to be shared. I want that to be reality for everyone. I don't get anything out of you saying yes to Jesus from you saying, you know what, I used to know some things, but now I believe them deep in here. I get nothing from that. I need nothing from that. I want it for you. I want it for you. Because following Jesus makes your life better And makes you better at life. That's what I want for you. But the the pathway to that is you have to come to terms with what do you say about Jesus? Who do you say he is? What do you say? For real, just between you and God. What do you what do you say? Because the reality is, right? Regardless of what, regardless of what you believe, there are there are some facts at play here. Right? Jesus lived a perfect life. He did not sin. He died the death that we deserved. Right? He he died the death that we deserved. He was buried in a tomb. 
He was raised from the dead, and he now is seated at the right hand of God, the power seat. And Jesus is coming back. Those things are true, regardless of what you believe, regardless of what you think. Uh, you know those things are true. And because these things are true, then we are at a place where we cannot be indifferent to this question. Indifference is a decision. Not deciding is deciding. Because Jesus is the Messiah, Jesus is the Savior, Jesus wants to be the Lord of our life, because those things are true, we are now confronted with a decision point. And Jesus himself said, say yes or no, there is no middle ground. Do not be lukewarm. Receive the gift I'm offering or reject me, but do not be in middle ground. And friends, I pray that it's today, that this week, as you wrestle with, who do I really say that he is? Who do I say he is? As you wrestle with that, I pray that you would not just know that he's the Messiah, but you would know it. You'd feel it. Because believing that changes everything. Absolutely everything. But I, I can't do it. I can't convince you of anything. I can't uh, show you the way. I can, I can tell you what is true for me, but what is true for me will not be true for you, and what changed my life may not be the thing that changes your life. This is your journey. It's your opportunity to receive the gift that Jesus is giving. So who do you say? He is. Part two. This part is much shorter for those of you looking at your watch. <laughs> Who do you say he is? Part two. Will who you say he is today match how you live tomorrow. In a room full of people who have on purpose showed up for an Easter celebration at a church, it's really easy. It's really easy to be like, oh, I know who Jesus is. Come on, preach, preacher boy. How about tomorrow? Or Tuesday? Or Wednesday, will your, will your life 
match? Will how you live match with who you say Jesus is today? I can't answer that either. No idea. Only you can answer that and your loved ones because they know. This week, my suggestion is don't just ask this question today. I want you to ask it right now. I want you to try to find your answer to it. Your answer, not your parents' answer, not what you think your spouse wants you to say, not what you think your friend wants you to say. What's your answer? I want you to find the answer today. Then I also want you to ask that question. Who do I say Jesus is all week long? Because maybe it'll remind us that we're supposed to live the way we've answered that question all the time. This is our opportunity to be honest with ourselves. When we're honest with ourselves, when we stop lying or pretending, Jesus can work in us. The Spirit can move through us and he can help us take a step forward. That's my prayer for all of us today. Let's pray. God, thank you for your gift of your son. It, he, is, he is amazing. It's so humbling that this is true. That you sacrifice your son for us. That today we celebrate how you had this planned all along. That how you defeated death by resurrecting Jesus. And Lord, that means that we have access to eternal life in your presence Lord, help us to be honest with ourselves today. Help us to be real with what's true for us. That we would be willing and able to search our hearts, not just our minds. God, we thank you for your grace. Lord, we thank you for the safe opportunity to be honest and be real. Lord, thank you for loving us so well. God, I pray that we would continue to recognize how easy it is to love you back. We thank you for the hope that is this Easter morning. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Centerpoint Church Podcast. Be sure to keep up with us on social media at facebook.com slash wearecenterpoint or on Instagram at wearecenterpoint. We hope to see you soon in person for worship this Sunday at 930.